Good afternoon again on this March, Saturday, March 9th, 2019. Praise the Lord again for His work and His faithfulness, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that um, He continues. Um, the longer we sit in disobedience, the more He keeps at us, the more He keeps pressuring us to say, uh, Son, you need to repent and turn back towards me. You need to come back. You need to obey in what I last told you to do. Ouch. That definitely was an ouch for me. I'm up to, uh, I put down approximately May 1st, 2014, but it's probably in the year 2014, so I'm not sure. That was, um, two things were happening in 2014 as I think back. This one is called, The Question That the Lord Laid Upon My Heart, saying, Working for Self First. In other words, putting self first. Is it biblical or not? Uh, oh, by the way, the answer that um, <laughs> that I was given is no. Um, some scriptures he laid upon my heart, and he just added one to it now. Well, let me give you a little context of how it came upon. Um, 2014 was definitely a, uh, one of the turning points in my walk with the Lord, in my next step, uh, the next season of my life um, it would have been I had already uh, committed to return to Amazon that fall for another season I didn't know you know we always, we're not supposed to make that far in advance of plans we desire we made we can to a point to say you know I'd like to be married I'd like to see my kids grow up and this and that yada yada things of that nature but it's ultimately the Lord that orders our steps um, we make a lot of goals and plans all our life, and we were warned about them um, when we do such things. So we just stick to our <coughs> excuse me, our plans instead of God's plans. They're gonna fail. Our plans will always fail. When the other it was our plans alone, apart from God, will always lead us to hell. We may not plan it, we may not think it. Uh, obviously, because the devil is a master deceiver. Uh, when we were his children, he kept us under clouded eyes just so we could continue walking with him. But, um, ooh, that was for somebody. Uh, reminder to me, but, but during that time, you know, my parents were pretty much told that they had to leave the, the community that they were because the town was closing it. By the way, um, to those that are familiar with that situation, God allowed it for a reason. He did it for all the residents good. However, it was not him that uh, told the leaders to close it. It was um, Satan telling his children to kick them out, oppress them, because they were poor. They were early and poor. Mm, similar to what we're seeing now in primarily the Democratic Party. I'm not saying hate all Democrats as people. I'm saying the party itself. There's a reason D. You know, don't want to go deep in that one, so definitely not going to political discussion, but history shows itself. Um, but yeah, God worked it for good out there. Got people that were stuck on strongholds and uh, set in their ways to open them up. Unfortunately, for many of us human beings, when we step out of our comfort zones, Unfortunately, instead of surrendering and believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as at work, we'll just totally give up and we'll die. Which means, yes, 
perish in their sins and eternity in hell. A lot of them are thinking about now saying, that was Jesus trying to get my attention. Too late. There's no repentance at that point, but I'm not going to dwell on that one. Back to the initial question, because again, I don't want to go very far. I just wanted to share that. Um... The context of how we're coming account. But working for self, I have a business that the Lord put upon my heart, actually, a ministry uh, vision that He has given me. Some of it is still coming to pass, but for the most part, it, I'm still waiting and trying to listen. That's probably what He's trying to cleanse out of me, the worldly, any worldly stuff that dwells. You know, we always bring worldly stuff into Him because He does it. it he was the only one that was able to have the entire flesh stripped from him. Can you imagine if we were going through the flagging in the uh, just before the cross with me? They could have put, they could have just touched my wrist or hands or, you know, I'm not going to argue over logistics as to where it was. Some say hands, the Bible says hands. Some says hands are possible because there's no muscle there. It says, stop quibbling over words, will you? Bible says hands to believe in the Lord. If it's in the wrist, it's in the hands, whatever. You, you, he was nailed to the cross. They would have just had to touch the nail. I would have died right there. I was, well, that's it. I'm going. Take me home. I'm finished. I wouldn't have ever gotten to the six or seven hours or so um, with the flagging. The ripping the flesh off the skin? You ain't got to do that. You just hit me with a needle in a hospital out there and I'll probably go out. Uh, I've never died from it, by the way, so... So that was a graphic one, but you don't have to go for a fight with me. <laughs> and I know that's what like case with a lot of them. But the business I know now is from the Lord. He sends people in. He's given me this talent for accounting, and I figured out why he's giving me the one for taxation, but he's given me the ability to understand you know, the basic taxes to be able to help brothers and sisters in Christ and whoever else he should lead upon my path out there. He tells me how to run it. He tells me how to... He actually sends the clients. Um, if he would send more, that's what he wants me to do, all uh, remotely, then so be it. I'm more than willing to accept it. Um, I think he definitely has put upon my hand and showed me that for this accounting and tax business, it can be done remotely. He's proven it. I've been doing it for now two customers. Um, it allows me to physically be available to go wherever he calls and when and not tied to one home one office um, if he's still I don't know why but it's still in my heart to be a shepherd or a pastor or a minister I don't, I don't understand any more shepherd some of you kids know what a true shepherd looks like Are they, who cares about the flag that's under him I don't know I don't we, that part is still and uh, uh, not understanding of me, but as far as self-employed, when I had to come to, when I, everything, even when he saved me when I was working for the school system and payroll, once I got saved, I realized, you know what? Why am I just working to pay off this mortgage, or pay, pay the temporarily pay the uh, van debt out there, which he allowed to pay it off. Um, Praise God, that was all his provision. I says. At that point, once he opened my eyes, then he opened the door to where he wanted me to serve and when and to who he wanted me to serve. Uh, first, yes, it was through uh, awesome ministry of Central. Um, and then in the passage, um, 
and then again over in through ORC and working with the awesome brothers and sisters there. Um, to this day, still love them. You know, miss aspects of it. Um, but I know when I looked at my paycheck every month, the first one had to go back to him. You know, even though you know the Bible does still say pay God first, it's still you know it's like a practice. I think yes, it's not an obligation to just give ten percent. We got to be very careful with are we obeying God or we're obeying the law. You know, the law says ten percent. You know what? When we actually have our eyes open. Uh, through the Lord Jesus, we don't own it. We're giving back to Him what He's allowed us to be a steward over. So we need to stop being foolish, same as I you know, He gives you a big two hundred two hundred million dollar uh, salary job. By the way, there's no such thing uh, ethically, morally um, per se. You still got to pay taxes because we're out living in the world. You know, we're not. You know, we still got to. Obey that part of it out there because that's part of stewardship. But we become stewards. You know, he starts small. Nobody, I, I don't, I really haven't seen a lot in the, the Bible that started with a lot and were stewards with a lot. But yeah, there are probably a few. Yeah, Abraham, we don't know where Abraham started. You know, we know nobody was born a believer uh, except Jesus. <laughs> and he's God. <laughs> he is God, always will be God. Was. Was, is, and always will be. So that's there's no discussion on that one. Even Jesus was stewardship with the guys and the gals that he was given out there with the money. It's just like you notice Jesus, Paul, Peter, after Jesus went returned to his throne, they didn't go asking brothers and sisters for money to provide this need, to provide this ministry, to provide this one. They just stay close to God, proclaiming the gospel, doing what God called them to do, obeying, going where and when, instantly. I ain't got that one down pat yet. I desire it. So, and I know some of y'all that, who may listen to this ain't got it down pat either. Um, but we become stewards. You know, they didn't ask. God raised up, the, answered the need. Good testimony that I got of that went back to the 1800s, but there was a video on George Mueller, awesome man of God at the end of his life. He didn't start that way. He when he actually when he went to seminary, on his dad's dying, um, he actually wasn't a born. He actually wasn't a true Christian yet. He was a namesake practicing it, <clears throat> but he was rebellious. Excuse me, rebellious, partier. Oh man, womanizer, everything. I mean, he was chasing after. The single ladies out there, yeah, it's just like, just outright partying, alcohol, but 1800s is more, probably alcohol and weird, beer, uh, who knows, maybe even smoke back then, I don't, obviously I'm not that old, um, somebody wants a comment, go ahead, send me a paper, tell me a fix on that, uh, send me a text on that, <laughs> me not being old in that, <laughs> I know you'd be sending it in love and humor, but expect humor in return too, but, uh, again, but when we work for self, uh, there's no such thing if we're a child of God. Again, I'm not talking to unbelievers. I've heard a lot of unbelievers say, well, I work for myself. Really? <laughs> Obviously, we're not going to say nothing to them. We're not going to, you know, we're just going to say, well, that's cool. And then we just pray for them, pray for the eyes to be open. Some scriptures that the Lord laid upon my heart. And by the way, he just gave another one, but let me throw this out. I'm not going to read the whole passage. Is it just I just received this one, I heard this one this morning. It's the parable of the unjust steward in Luke 16. 
in a nutshell, um, he also has said to his disciples, this is Jesus talking to his disciples, there was a, this verse 1, I'm just going to pick in for abuses here, but yeah, go ahead and uh, learn about the whole thing right through, uh, it appears to end right around verse 13, and then look at the cross references if you have a study Bible. Um, there was a certain rich man who had a steward, and an accusation was brought to him that this man was wasting his goods. First of all, we who are Jesus's, uh, God through Jesus, need to know that a certain rich man, this one there, he was using a parable, you know, where there's obviously an employer-employee relationship here, but that rich man is supposed to represent God, God the Father, because... Yeah, he's written because he owns everything. He created everything, and he hands it out to those who he chooses, who he calls. Um, Adam and Eve were chosen. Adam first was chosen and called to tend the garden, and he was given a helpmate. He was given a wife to come in and help him do that out there. So the two of them eventually, if they would have stayed on the nail path instead of allowing Satan to through Eve to draw her away. That's right, he did it through Eve, not through Adam, but Adam was there keeping his mouth shut. More right. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said I love only out there as an insult. Uh <clears throat> keeping his mouth shut while his wife's being tempted by Satan out there, but it is what it is. It happens. That's the best stewardship. Adam paid for that sin and so did Eve. Um that's another lesson. I believe that's coming, by the way. Uh, I just haven't fully gotten it from the Lord. I'm going to wait. We don't know about the... The accusation probably was the accuser, Satan. Because Satan, right now and back then, is and was allowed, like, we can go into the body of Christ. Uh, to go into the body of Christ. I mean, we can go into the throne room of God now through Jesus Christ. Shed blood, we've been washed away. The Old Testament Israelites, the body of Christ, the uh, body of God, which is Israel at the time, the Jews, weren't allowed to go into the most holy of holies. That was the high priest only. And even him, he had to, I heard that he had to have like a rope so if something happened, if he stayed in too long or if he collapsed, they had to pull him out because they were not allowed to go in after him. There were certain rules because they were still in the flesh doing the work of God according to the flesh. Still by the Spirit, but going, yeah, I don't fully understand the Old Testament on that one. But now we all can go in to, we're going in there with thanksgiving. We're going in there with praising the Lord. But now we're going in there, Lord, I messed up. Forgive me. Please. Give me the strength to repent. We have to repent. We don't want to keep doing stuff. Whether it's sex outside of marriage, whether it's cussing uh, often, where it's losing your temper. <laughs> I keep trying to repent on that one. I think I'm fighting the Holy Spirit. Uh, I'm going to lose eventually uh, because God knows I want to submit in every area of my life. But this areas that I keep wanting to pick it back up. If necessary, i got to break my fingers to get it out of my hands. That sounds bad, but really it's not. It's loving. Um, you might not cut him off because I need him. But look what he did to Jacob to get his attention. He let him fight for a while. You know, until Jacob got tired and then he broke his hip. <laughs> he walked with a limp the rest of his life. But he was praising God the whole time and obeyed God. So it took that to finally get him. Peter had to deny Jesus three times. 
and wept bitterly before he came. So everybody's different. We all come to that place of brokenness before God to say, enough, I'm done. Uh, in certain areas, we don't want to let go of something. Some of it's money for a lot of people, especially in this country. Some of it's material things. Some would say, well, where am I going to live? I says, got to put somebody. You want to think you want to live with your family members to help them in their old age? Or others, you may say, you know, you got a single parent. She made the mistake. She had sex outside of marriage out there. The man is not where we got or the man just split. Um, you got a big enough home. The state nowadays, in many states, want to split up that family. Oh, she's too poor. She can't have a child. Baba, don't even say that. What about bring the mother and the child or children into your home? Show them what a Christian household looks like. Show them who God is. Teach them about God. Show them. And then, at the right time, God will raise a right man. And I'm just saying it could be a, could be a man at second set of marriage and the wife split. You know, there are those situations out there. We just don't hear about it because the media perverts it. Yeah, that was a correction for somebody. Um, media personnel. And better receive it in Jesus' name and repent of it. Um, so the accusation, it probably Satan. We don't know. The Bible don't say. Some accuse. He accused that he was ready to take away his stewardship. He was worried. What are we going to do? It comes down to verse 12. We'll just jump down to there. Actually, let me go to 11 and 12. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous minimum, that's the worldly stuff, your paycheck every week, uh, or the income coming in, if you have a business of your own, such as what I do, you know, the accounting and tax business, uh, if I'm not faithful with that, if I'm just, as it all comes in, it's going right back out the door for me to play, for me to travel, to me to do all this stuff, me, 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 I, I, that's that me too generation, that me too generation is of Satan, by the way, not of God. Period. I'm gonna get in that one of them. You know me, I'm bold as crap, but I did. I'm gonna speak 100% truth. The truth does sting, but the truth is for our correction and for our edification, not for our destruction. Sit on that one for a while. Uh, who will commit to your trust the true riches? True riches is the word of God proclaiming the gospel. If we fail in certain areas, God's a forgive. Luckily, we got the most forgiving God. We got the only forgiving God. We got the most forgiving individual person of Jesus Christ ever. When Peter and them asked him, how many times should I forgive my brother? Just one time? Seven times? Jesus, not seven times. Seventy times seven. And I'm sure that's per day or per hour. In other words, just you screw up. You receive him and says, brother, I'm angry. But you know what? I'm not going to sin. I'll be forgiven. Cause I'm just hoping that when, when I screw up, the grace and the mercy of God through you will forgive me. So, that's just like, let's sit down and praise the Lord together out there for it. And if you have not been faithful in what is another man's, now that, in this case, man is either, is man as in humanity, as in, is it your employer? Who will give you what is your own? <clears throat> I'll be crying later. Uh, I'm weeping now inside, but I'm, I let, uh, let the Lord hold composure. So God hasn't given you something where you thought yet? Ask Him to search you and see where you've been on stewardship. 
I've been showing a few things. And yeah, it will break your heart. Because when we come to a place, we sin against God. No matter what we do, every air we do, the first one we sinned against was God. We didn't listen to Him. We didn't allow Him. Lord, punch me in the face if I get ready to say something wrong. Or a lot of times He wants us to say something and we be, and we're disobedient. We're bad steward because we don't say it. Because He might offend it. Do we know the gospel of Jesus Christ has been is offensive to every single person living according to the flesh. Until we came to Jesus, it was offensive to us. We don't want to hear it. So we're not going to proclaim the gospel to the lost, to somebody that needs it. That means we're basically telling them, do whatever you want. I don't care if you go to hell. Basically, that's exactly what you're saying. And don't throw at me to say, well, we got to live at first. No, 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 no. We don't live the gospel. We live as a result of receiving, of the, listening to the gospel and receiving Jesus Christ. To minister, brother ministers, brothers and sisters ministers that are preaching otherwise need to do as I had to do and so many others had to do is repent before our mighty God and stop twisting that one. Um... Some other verses to go along with selfish first. Colossians three twenty three. Whatever you do, do unto the Lord. If you're employing somebody else or if you're a manager, even if you're a church pastor, awesome. I love y'all. I love every one of you pa- you know, men of God out there in the pulpits. Yes, notice I didn't say woman of God is a pastor. That is another teaching, but I want that one to be one on one first because you you consider yourself leaders. But it's not biblical. Uh, I said it. It's out there. You're going to try and prove me wrong. Put it in writing. You better have scripture to back it up. You're not going to find the scripture. <coughs> Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 through 5. I've summarized it, by the way, because I don't want to take up a lot of time. Uh, do nothing from selfishness regarding others as oneself. We're getting a paycheck, whether it's $12 an hour or $1,200 an hour. It's not just for ourselves. That does not, if we go from $12 an hour to $1,200 an hour, you're not going to find nowhere in Scripture is God the same, saying, take that money and buy a bigger house. Take that money and buy, you know, take you and your family on a cruise. You know, I'm not necessarily saying those things are wrong, but if you're automatically going to go and spend it on self, you're gonna walk right over people that are homeless that need a need help. The same okay, get them back on their feet. Now, obviously, you'd be fool. We'd be foolish to give money to a homeless person if not knowing whether they're addicted to drugs or alcohol yet, and they're more likely gonna misuse that money. We got the we carry in us the Lord Jesus Christ, and we are in Him, and He is in us. The same way He sent someone. To proclaim the gospel to us, which we received, and also was praying before they approached us, that God soften our hearts and our souls so that we would both hear and receive it, and not punch them in the eye. We may have even cursed somebody before that, because God was still working to soften our hearts in order to receive Him. But once we received it, now we had that very gospel to carry out. Once the same gospel that saved us is needed by everybody. Man, I just got a slap in the face. 
Thank you, brother. And you know who I'm talking about. Because <laughs> I'm going to send this to you to make sure you listen to it, too. Uh, everything God gives us, every, whether it's a raise, a promotion, which usually means more money a lot of times. You know, <clears throat> now, it may not be. Now, a lot of times, if employers are small, we may get a promotion, but it doesn't necessarily follow with an increase of salary out there. It may just be an increase of responsibilities because they know that they can trust us um, with leading others because they want us to be the ones that help others become diligent in the work, stop wasting time, learn the correct way to clean or whatever, whatever, whatever is the case may be. Uh, then you got others that just give the wrong ones leadership positions because they're personal friends. Ouch. Um... Never, God has never given any of his students. He don't give the prophets the words in the Old Testament and the New Testament prophets the word just for themselves. There was prunings probably beforehand, or but he always sent them out saying, "This is who you need to go share this to." We had the blessed uh, uh, assurance of being able to read it, ability to read it. Ephesians chapter four twenty eight. Again, paraphrase, summarizing. We are to work to share with someone in need. There's always someone that's going to be less than us that needs. First, everyone needs to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Everyone, we need to be praying for everybody that their hearts be softened to when they hear it, to receive it. Does that mean we ourselves have to go to everybody? Um, no. There's hundreds of thousands of genuine believers out there. So, thankfully, we don't have that one burden to go everything. Jesus is the one that's going out through us. We decrease and he he leads us out. Basically, it's the way it should be. Romans 2.8. I had to figure out why exactly uh, this was laid upon my head. It's part of it. Um, self-seeking. They're basically obeying... Uh, um, they're obeying their desires, their flesh, instead of trusting in God for everything, basically, in a nutshell. That's the way I had to summarize that one. So, again... Are you working just for yourself? You're earning your paycheck just for yourself, and then once you attain that um, certain bank account or that certain savings account or everything that you own, once you have the houses that you have or house that you have or once you have the cars you have and it's all paid off, then you're going to serve God? Or once uh, the ministry has so many people in it, then you're going to serve God. Once you've led so many people, then you can appoint others to help run it so you can go out. Wow. That just came to me right now. Uh, mm -mm. Take the first step. What is God telling you to do first? Look at what he has given you right now. Be a stewardship of it. I don't think he doesn't tell any of us. Just throw the money up in the air and just bing, throw it all away. You win the if he entrusts you with the lottery. Uh, I doubt very much he will use that one because it usually changes people the wrong way. You know, he's not going to trust it just so you can enjoy your lifestyle and think you're being secured. There is no listen up. This is biblical. There is no security on this earth. This earth, it's clear. This earth is passing away. That green deal that's being talked about to save the earth, it ain't going to last. The Bible's made it clear. See, we don't want to read it because we get convicted because God, it's through the word that God reveals our shortcomings, but also reveals himself 
to transform us into his image to not allow us to become attached to this world but God has made it very clear in his word this earth is passing away and will pass away there is already in God's reserve no one can see it but him a new heaven and a new earth and it, well, New Jerusalem, and that's like the center of, uh, like, Israel is still the center of the world, like it or not. It's not America. It's not Russia. Uh, it's not China. Okay, grab the bigger ones. It's not Mexico. It's not any of Mexico, I'm sorry. Um, uh, I heard of somebody that's stuck in my flesh. Um, it's not any of those places. Israel was always based. You can read the scripture and see that from front to co- front cover to back cover. The people of God, that's God's firstborn. That's still God's children. That's God's um, wife to be, so to speak. We belong to Jesus now. We all belong the same. We're all one body now because there is no, in Christ, there is no Jew or Gentile any longer. There's no male or female. Yeah, there's going to be, yeah, there's a gender difference when you look at it. Uh, a uh, female will look like a female and a male will look like a male we ain't going deep on that one um, but there's no denominational differences no religious no nothing be a steward of what God has called you to be uh, and where you're at start there if you want God to raise you up but don't do it with the motivation that you just want him to raise you up do it to bring him all the glory and I thank you for Father God, I pray, Father God, I pray that you will help me, Father God, to not make sure I'm not seeking the next job, seeking the next opportunity, seeking ministry just for myself. Help me to see it as you want us to see it as stewards. Help us each, Father God, to whatever you allow us to do, whatever you door you open up, that um, we work it as unto you, no matter what. We... Um, Help us to proclaim the gospel everywhere, to go to the ends of the earth and wherever you should call us individually to go and as a family. Help us to do nothing from selfishness, Father God, regarding and help us, Lord, to see that we are equal on everybody, whether it's a CEO, whether we're a CEO or a janitorial person. We're all equal in God's eyes. There is no power structure. There is no authority but you, Lord Jesus. Help us to work, um, to have something to share. Help us to always to help those in need, Father God. Granted, if we're making $12 an hour, we may be able to help a little bit. Um, and if we make those that are $100,000, we'll be able to help more. But help us not to base it as a percentage, but base it on what you are telling us to do. No, and help us definitely not to be disobedient to you. We ask this in your holy and precious name, Jesus. Thank you, and I love you all.